Good day, Northgate. Welcome to the Sunday teaching this week. We're going to be beginning a new book, the book of Joshua. But before we get into the book of Joshua, we're going to look at the character of Joshua. Before we want to do that, we want to pray. It's been a little bit of a difficult week. Uh, there are those who attend the body at Northgate. And there are those who uh, don't live in the area that in some ways are a part of the body of Northgate. And there are friends, Walter and Christine Miller in New Jersey, who have been here many times and spoken at church. And yeah, many of you know them. Tragically, they lost their little son, Christian, this week to uh, seizures. Christian was uh, disabled, but doing well. But it was his time, and so it's been a very difficult week. So I want to encourage you this week to be praying for the Miller family. We rejoice that Christian is in heaven, and he is free, and he is safe, and Jesus is with him now. But there is this grieving on earth, and it's so difficult. So maybe this week and the next and the week after, that you would pray and lift up the Miller family and Walter and Christine that they would be close to the Lord and sense his presence, his comfort, and his goodness. We don't know sometimes the Lord's plans, but we trust him, even though we don't see. But let's pray, and we'll get into God's word this morning. Thank you, Lord, for your word, and I pray that your Holy Spirit would speak to us. We pray for the Miller family. We do pray for Walter and Christine and all the kids that you would comfort them in the midst of their loss and their grieving, that you would be so close to them. Bind them together in your love, Lord. And we are so thankful for the living hope that we have, the truth that we know that little Christian is with you, that he is free, he's safe, he's completely healed, and we give you praise. Lord God, remind us often to lift them up. You're so faithful, God. Whether you give or take away, we bless the name of the Lord. Bless your word now, God, we pray in your precious name. Amen. So here we go in the book of Joshua, and I want to look at that character a little bit. And some of you probably in Sunday school have read some of the stories of Joshua, or maybe you've studied the book, but what a great leader he was known as this amazing leader, taking the Israelites um, from the wilderness into the promised land. Moses has led them, but Moses has been called up to be with the Lord, wasn't able to see the promised land. But here he has appointed Joshua, and Joshua is going to take them into the land. What we see is, yeah, this powerful man, many battles, but such amazing faith. We want to look at his character a little bit. Maybe I'll tell a little joke here as well. Uh, where did Joshua come from? Who were his parents? Well, we don't know. He was the son of none. Anyways, that's a joke. N-U-N. Hopefully you laughed. Um, my wife told me another joke about Joshua too. Why was uh, Joshua so legalistic? No, this is a joke. Because he judges Ruth. Ah, anyways, Joshua judges Ruth. Those are the three books in order in the Old Testament. Anyways, back to the Word of God. Joshua was an incredible example of leadership. And we know that in his journey, he had been with Moses up on the mount for 40 days. He had spent 
many years with with Moses, just being around him, seeing him, being in the presence of God, seeing that cloud. We know when the 12 spies were sent in originally as well that he, as well as Caleb, was part of the 12. And in Numbers chapter 13, when they returned and saw that large fruit and the 10 said, there's no way the enemy is too big, Joshua and Caleb said, no, our God can do it. He delights in us. And we'll talk about more of that in a moment. But such amazing faith to trust God and what God would do. Amazing leader. And I thought as we look at his character, there's just a few things that really stand out. And he was, yeah, this ability to lead. And we say, well, I'm not a Joshua. I I can't lead like that. I'm not called to do that. I'm not a pastor. I'm not an elder. I'm not a church leader. But I want to tell you that God would tell us that we are all leaders. Moms and dads, you're leaders. You're leaders to your family, to co-workers, you're leaders, to neighbors, you're leaders, to people who need help, you're leaders, to people who look up to you, you're a leader. We're all a leader in some regard to the other. And if you don't believe that, I want to encourage you Even in the story of Esther, when she didn't believe that she was a leader and God called her into that palace to save the Jewish people, her nation. She wasn't sure if she was to go or not or that she could be a leader. And there came the words uh, very clearly that for such a time as this, that God wants to use you. If not you, it'll be someone else, but you can be used. And today, God wants to use you, especially in this season. He wants to use all of us. In the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about that, being immovable and steady, always abounding in the work of the Lord, looking for opportunities, not uh, wallowing in restrictions. And here, this picture of Joshua and his character. And there's a few things I want to point out. And I saw This amazing parallel, maybe even with Stephen, of the New Testament. Almost the same type, so strong in personality. But there was a few things that they used to describe Stephen in Acts chapter 6. They said he was full of wisdom. Uh, When they were looking for new deacons, they said in Acts 6, look for men who had a reputation. Uh, And we would include women here today who were full of wisdom, full of faith, and full of the Holy Spirit. That that is who we are known as no matter what we're leading, but God wants us to lead, that we have to be people who have this reputation of this character who are full of wisdom, full of faith, and full of the Holy Spirit. That's what we want. And we see that in Joshua's life as we go through, even before we get to the book of Joshua, this assistant to Moses. And that, yeah, hey, when we look at this idea of them going to spy out the promised land and him coming back and everyone being afraid of the enemy and afraid of people, yet Joshua, full of faith, said, no, we can do it. Uh, The exact wording is the Lord delights in us. And if we trust him, We can go, even though circumstances are against us, that he had this amazing faith, him and Caleb, that no, if God is on our side, we can conquer this enemy, which looks much larger than us. And God is looking for people 
of faith today. And you know what? We love people of faith. We love the biographies. We read them. We desire to be like that. I thought of George Mueller, that uh, great, uh, kind, prayer warrior, man of faith who had those orphanages in England. And he, and he took on so many orphans. If you read his story, George Mueller, and they didn't even have capacity. They didn't have food. They didn't have space, but he kept trusting the Lord. And I remember reading those stories thinking, what a man of faith get up for breakfast and he would just pray and there, there would be no food. And then the baker would come and deliver it and say, oh, I had this extra or the milkman would, uh, break down and they would deliver milk they had and it would stop right in front of that orphanage. And we see this George Mueller as one who took care of all these orphans but had great faith. He trusted God. He didn't only look at the problem, but he looked at the solution and the solution was God because God is more powerful. You see, Joshua didn't look at the enemy. He didn't look at evil. He looked at God and God's power. And I think Stephen the same as he spars with the Pharisees. He looked at God, the face of an angel, the, the trust uh, he had in God. And Joshua demonstrates that. And we desire that faith. And again, character is more important than gifting. And God is looking for character. He's looking for people who will be faithful to trust him, not the circumstance, to believe his word, to step into his word and God will give you those opportunities. You're going to either shrink back like the 10 and say, no, the enemy's too great, or you're going to step into by faith what the Lord has for you, trusting what God has asked you to do or trusting something that God has said. You know, oftentimes we, 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 uh, I think not meaning to glorify the devil and evil and say, well, the devil is working so much. Look what's happening. It's so bad. Uh, this and that. But you know what? God is bigger. And God conquers the devil all the time. He's victorious. And we can trust him. And we can believe in him. And we should talk more about God and his power. And what he can do than the enemy and its power. You see, the enemy is nothing to God. The enemy might be bigger than us, but the enemy is nothing to God. And the Lord God is for us. He delights in us. Joshua actually says to the people in an impassioned speech to wanting them to go into the promised land, the Lord delights in us. We can trust him and go in it. And may we have that faith. Second thing is this wisdom. We definitely would see Joshua this leader as a man of wisdom. And we've talked a lot about wisdom in the past months in the book of 1 Corinthians and his ability to see things as God sees them, not as we see them, to tap into his great uh, spiritual understanding. And, and we have the power for that, uh, James 1 says. We just have to ask in faith and he will give it liberally. But Joshua, seeing a leader, which we're called to be for such a time as this, to be wise in this time, when there's so many information and things we don't know and the devil's planting lies here and here, but we have the Lord's truth. And as we go through the book of Joshua, you're going to see at the beginning and at the end that he's always saying we have to meditate on the law of the Lord. We cannot depart from the right or the left. And he would even read it 
and the people were required to stand and listen, even the children. And that's where this wisdom comes from God's thoughts, not our thoughts. And we know Stephen there in the New Testament was wiser. And when they came against him with arguments, it says in Acts chapter 6, he was wiser than them all. He had a spirit of wisdom. He took the access he had to the truth of God and the Holy Spirit in him. And again, no matter where you are, you have access to this wisdom. You can walk in this wisdom. We can be different. We don't have to believe everything we hear. We can test it against God's truth. We can ask God about it by the power of his Holy Spirit, that we might become a people of wisdom. The third, it says clearly, is he was a man uh, of spirit or full of the spirit, Stephen, but we definitely can see that in Joshua, that he had the spirit in his life, so much in the presence of God, as we've seen being with Moses. He knew that being in the presence of God, right, was so important. And we know, and Stephen knew, full of the Spirit in the presence of God. And we know that being in the presence of our Lord and walking in the Spirit, being controlled by the Spirit, by the presence of God within us, the Holy Spirit makes us tremendous, incredible leaders. We want to be spirit-led. We want to be spirit-filled. We want to produce the fruit of the spirit. And within that, we become great leaders because we're led by God and his spirit. And Joshua in that presence with Moses and carrying on, even at the beginning, meeting the angel of the Lord. Are you for us? Are you against us? We're going to read that. And he gets the response, neither. You're in my presence. Take off your shoes. You're in holy ground. And Joshua could recognize that. And as leaders, we want to recognize God's spirit. We want to walk in the spirit. We want to continually grow being led by the spirit, not just our thoughts, but the presence of God within us. And what does our world need? It needs people who are bearing the fruit of the Holy Spirit in our lives, who are being continually filled with the Holy Spirit. And think of all those things, love, joy, peace, patience, all of these, perseverance, goodness, self-control. And that's what we say, man, we'd want all our leaders to be forgiving, that love, that agape love, which is so forgiving, the Holy Spirit working in us. And I thought a great example in our time, Corey Tamboon, that story, you might know her from uh, the Second World War and would hide Jewish people in her home and yet was caught and went to prisons camps and saw her own sister die, but so full of the Spirit later on in her life that she came to this point full of the Spirit where she could forgive, where she could love even those who killed those around her. And Corey Tamboon would always have stories like that. She said, I want to be like a flashlight, but without the batteries, there's no power. And those batteries are the Holy Spirit within us. We need them to be charged and ready to produce that light, that Holy Spirit, so we can be a leader like Joshua or Stephen or Corey Tanboon, who is a tremendous example to do the hard things because the Holy Spirit 
is within us. And just to go back a little bit, thinking uh, of wisdom and not giving in to the fear of people, which it says about Joshua. A great example for us today, and you might know the story, is Eric Liddell and how he was a great uh, runner, but he wouldn't run on Sundays, the Olympics, the early 1900s. And he had uh, such incredible wisdom, but it came from not a fear of people, but a fear of God. And he stood up and they would say, wow, there's such wisdom in this man. And he was known as a wise man. Just another example. And again, I'm kind of repeat these things as, as leaders, we want to be full of faith. We want to be full of wisdom. And we want to be full of the Holy Spirit. We want that to, to be our reputation as Joshua. And you know, as the people transition for him from Moses to leader, they could easily trust him because they saw these things in his life. And the question is, what do people see in us? As the Holy Spirit is controlling us as we are leaning and asking for his wisdom, as we're walking in faith, not looking at our enemies, not looking at what we can't do because the enemy looks so great, but rather trusting God that we're going to walk in his ways. You know, Joshua as well, the name in the Old Testament, uh, translating into the New Testament, into Jesus, into that name. And what leader do we have on this earth who would compare with Christ? None. Jesus was the ultimate leader. And I look at that name and you look at the name of Christ and, and you look at that idea of leadership. Was there anyone more full of the Holy Spirit? No. In his actions, we see them. Was there anyone who had more wisdom? No. Christ had all wisdom. Was there anyone who walked in faith like Christ and did miracles and obeyed his God, even to, to going to the cross? No. No one. The ultimate in leadership that we can pattern our lives after the same name. Now, Joshua wasn't Jesus, but he displayed some of those qualities. And may we have those qualities moving forward. And I want to encourage you that you are called. Everyone is called to lead someone. And you are equipped because the Spirit lives in you. And then it's choosing to say, no, I'm going to believe in God. It's choosing to say, no, his word, his truth is going to be my wisdom. I'm not going to fear people. I'm going to walk in the Lord's ways. It's absolutely wonderful to have these examples. And may we desire for Christ to flow out of us to be that example, to be Joshua's, to be those who will change our circumstances around us and the people around us by allowing Jesus Christ to flow through us. I want to encourage you today that that's what you're called to be and you can do it because the Holy Spirit lives in you. Add to your faith these things. Walk with the Lord for such a time as this. The Lord wants to use you and he will use you and we are excited to see all that God will do through you. Have a great week. I'm just going to 
to pray and let you go this morning. So thank you, Lord. Lord, sometimes we feel that we can't do it. Joshua is a great character. Stephen's a great character. We look at Jesus and say, there's no way. But Lord, may we understand that the Holy Spirit lives in us, that we can, as believers, walk in faith. We can walk in wisdom. We can walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. We don't have to only read biographies of great leaders. We can write the biographies with our lives. Lord, help us. Use us. We pray all of these things in your precious name. Amen. We have a great week. Be blessed. And we'll see you next Sunday or on even the midweek encouragement that will come out on Wednesday. Be blessed. We'll see you later. Bye-bye.